Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. And we'll be doing things just like that. In fact, we'll be taking a vintage car ride through the French Riviera this summer. And we'll be truffle hunting in Florence in the fall, to name just a few of the experiences so that I can give you a feel for it. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, I don't even know what I'm talking about today. And I just turned the recording button on. How are you this morning? Well, I was just flipping through my phone, but apparently we're rolling. So. We are rolling. This is what you have to did do. Did you order me a cappuccino? I did. This is what you have to do when you have no freaking time and everybody is, let me set the stand up. I have up. my semi-annual haircut in 15 minutes. Yeah, and I have my haircut too. Well, what are we talking about today? Uh, what are we talking about today? We are talking about, you know, sometimes... Uh, at least for us, we get so caught up in the process that we don't celebrate uh, the small wins along the way. And when we have uh, failures or setbacks, sometimes we lean on to those more than the actual wins. And so that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah, you know, I um, I spend so much... Of, now, why do you need the mic closer to you? Um, I just... I just feel like it's too far. Because your voice is... It's uh, not loud enough. It's not loud enough. Um, I spent so many years um, working, working, working. And, you know, I would take these scheduled breaks. But when I go on those breaks, like a trip or something like that, I would... Do you remember when I... Do we were in remember? when we were in Italy one year and I had faxed every single night. Oh my god. Printed. Yes. I would have the results for the day's um, reports in the office, um, how well my doctors who worked for me did, and they would be faxed to the uh, the hotel, Buongiorno. and the hotel would deliver Ciao. it. Buongiorno. Grazie. Grazie. Yes. Yep. Grazie. Um, 
the reports would be shipped. Um, they would slide them under the door, and I would. So here I am sitting here in Italy, and I'm reviewing thirty pages. Thank you, reviewing thirty pages per night of the results of uh, of all of the reports. Yeah, and I would be the one that would be. Um, he'd literally, if if we didn't have staff, because I was running the front end of the office and doing uh, all the billing, and so if we didn't have staff. Uh, at the time, able to do the billing, the billing would actually get sent to us in Italy or wherever, and I would sit there at night after wine and do billing, which is probably not a good thing. So I think here's the point. <clears throat> I think that if you wanted to, you can like drop dead, and your inbox will still be full the next day, and your projects that are uncompleted will still will still keep going. And there's never there's never a time when you're done. So unless you make a decision, I think, to yeah. say, I am going to build in breaks. And it, the breaks are different for everybody. Some people's breaks could be to take a pottery class. Other people, you know, could be to go to Paris. I don't know what it is for you, but I would, I would offer that you think about as we're sort of moving into the last quarter of the year, I would offer that you sit down with your significant other and you say, okay, well, what would we love to carve in to 2020 in the way of breaks? What would that look like? Would it be a Caribbean vacation? Would it be um, a new, uh, a new, you know, learn Italian, take a cooking class? But is this a break that you're going to sit and reflect on what your wins are? Because we're talking about today the wins, right? Yeah. Celebrating the wins, also celebrating the, the failures. Yeah, precisely. So, that's, that's exactly what so my intention was. So you're saying to take, take a break and celebrate the wins um, versus, like, I remember you and I sitting in... Um, actually where we're about to host the mastermind in the JK place and them sliding the thing under the door and sitting in there and just belly aching and being mad at whatever fire was happening uh, back in Atlanta. And we weren't able to truly appreciate and celebrate what we did do well that year that led us to being able to even have the trip to Italy, right? So it's celebrating those wins along the way. Now, look, it's really easy. I'm going to put you on the spot here. It's really, really easy to have things fall through. So we came to Florence and we were like, we're going to spend six weeks customizing and creating this beautiful bespoke event. And, you know, you had a, a general idea of what was going to happen and then shit started to go wrong, right? Yeah. I mean, it was definitely, it was definitely not perfect. Um, and I learned something. This just is just a side note that I want to share uh, from uh, Chris Harder. If you don't listen to his podcast, it's called For the Love of Money. It's a great podcast. And he's a great friend. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I love to I love to promote any of his stuff because he's the real deal. But anyway, he's got a um, he's got a saying that he just recently adopted with his wife, Lori. And that is uh, let's see if I can remember it. What is the next best option. So whenever you find yourself where things are just all falling apart, instead of freaking out, getting angry, getting frustrated, ask yourself, okay, well, that happened. What's the next best option? And it redirects your brain. And that was really needed for us when we first started to really create this mastermind here because, you know, it's really funny how this goes down because Rob meets this guy who does all of these like interesting tours and stuff in Florence and they meet and Rob shows them the video of, of the Monaco event and the video of the Boston event. 
And the guy goes, oh, I, I can design the most amazing stuff here and it's going to be incredible. And he's giving Rob all of these ideas of these palazzos that he's going to shut down. And he's, I mean, all this private, super private access to all of these things. And Rob's like, okay, but do you want to know my budget? And the guy's like, no, don't worry about it. We'll talk about that later. And goes on. Actually, what and he on. said was, you Americans, all you want to talk about is money. All you want to talk about is money. I was like, yeah, it's all we want to talk about until you ask for money and we're not in agreement. Right. And so then, so Rob comes home and he's like, Kim, I can't even tell you. And he's telling me all these things. And then the guy comes back with a budget that's like four times what we planned on. It was and basically Jay-Z's uh, wedding budget. Yeah, right. And so we were like, all right, so back to square one. Yeah. And let's start over. And, and the thing about this, here's the thing about that though, that I want to drive home. It's not that we all have, have drama, we do. And not everything is always perfect. It's not. But it's in those moments, if you cannot crumble... And you can try to see the bigger picture of what is going on. Because right now, we have our mastermind members uh, en route to Florence. What you have designed for them is exactly perfect for what they should be doing here. And a lot of those things that sounded so amazing and over the top and incredible that you know Jay and, and Beyonce would be doing in their wedding, as you put it. Now that I look back on it, there wouldn't have been a fit for this group. And so the, the, what we felt was a massive loss six weeks ago, I think just drove you, that closed door opened the door to creating something super special. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, okay, the universe so- is working for you. Yeah. Even when you want to throw you cappuccino at it because I've had a few of those moments as well. Yeah, it's working for me and Sasha Fierce for sure. Sasha Um, Fierce. But yeah, so we want to focus on the positive. We want to focus on all of that, on the wins and celebrating the small wins in your life. People don't do that. They only celebrate the big ones, right? For like 13 seconds before they make a new goal. So like, where are you in your life right now? Like, I'm going to again, put you a little bit on the spot. Give me two wins that are not big, massive wins. Give me two wins that you forgot to celebrate. Oh my God. I mean, God, there's so many. There's, you, you're talking specifically within the masterminds? Yeah, I don't care. This year, give me two wins you forgot to celebrate. I mean, I don't even know that I've really, you know, fully celebrated um, taking four months off to be in Europe or fully celebrated not having to be a like, for example, one of the things I complained about my whole, you know, the last 10 years of my career was I don't want to be doing what I'm doing. Um, and now the thought doesn't even enter my mind that I was ever even a chiropractor, but have I, you know, do I wake up in the morning and, you know, say, oh my God, I don't have to drive down 85 North and go into Buford, Georgia and adjust patients. I, the moment that goal was accomplished, I forgot I was ever even, I I forgot I was ever even a chiropractor. So, you know, there's so many wins I forgot to celebrate. I really need to, you know, take the time to celebrate those wins. Yeah. For me, I think two really big wins that I, I don't think I've had time to celebrate is one leaving Atlanta in the, in the way that we did. Like, it was like a symphony. It really felt like a symphony of perfection. It was like, I mean, I felt like I was spinning 9 million plates at the time. But then when I got on the plane, 
everything was done. Everything was where it needed to be. And I, I think we just moved on. And I didn't even really celebrate that that facocked craziness that was three weeks of my life there. You know, so that's one. You know, you're making me think about something. Good, that's that, what I'm here for. And that is, how do you build in, not just a couple of times a year, but how do you build in regular win celebrations, big and small? So for example, you know, I wonder if at the end of the day, it would be valuable to say, today's win was and like take you know literally 20 seconds to write in your planner or notebook Mm -hmm. whatever uh today's win was xyz and then at the end of the week the end of the month just something and how powerful would that be by the way for the day that you have a shitty day how about having a win journal where you have like a a journal that once a day we need we have a little addition to the push planner we'd like like you to add like a win journal. But, I th- but that's but that's a, actually, I do think you should tell- A book um, of wins. I do think you should um, pass that on to Brett for the next iteration of that book. But because think about this, like in the day you have a great day, like tomorrow your mastermind people are all coming. It's going to be like hugs and kisses and, and amazing food and the JK place and all of that. It'll be really easy to celebrate a win. But what about the day that's shiitake, right? Where nothing goes right, but at the end of the day, you are forced to say, what What can I celebrate today? And even more so, forcing yourself to even celebrate the failure. And because you want to know, you have to train your brain and your body to know that that failure is leading you to something better. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll tell you, I can remember being a chiropractor and if one patient had a bad result, had a complaint, was questioning a bill, um, was just whatever. An insurance it was company. An insur- whatever. There was something that there was a problem. I could have seen a hundred patients in the day who were hugging me, kissing me, high-fiving me, telling me it was the best ever. My God, I love your office. And one person did one thing and it would screw my brain up for the next two to three days. Now mm-hmm. I can take the same principle And I can say, I have so much love on social media. So many people reaching out to me saying wonderful things. And one person will write, oh my God, you have the most punchable face I've ever seen in my life. By the way, that's a true story. True story last week. It will screw me up for days. So it's so easy to focus on one or two bad outcomes. And, and frankly, I can even do it with the mastermind. Tomorrow we can have a, you know, a flaw. Tomorrow night it's, it's when it begins, but I can have a flawless evening where everything goes great. And one person may say something to me or, or, or the, the room wasn't ready when they wanted or whatever. You know, I don't know. I can't anticipate it. And all I'm going to think about is that problem. And I think it's important to look and say, I'm going to focus on the 99 things that went right and not the one that went wrong. Because it's just how our brains are working. We're always looking for what's wrong. It's like a biological defense mechanism. It is. And so here's what I would challenge everybody to do. And we're going to actually be doing this as part of our, our mastermind. So what I'd love for everyone to do, what I mean, we're at mid-October now. And there's only like, let's call it two and a half months left in the year. So write down a minimum of 10 wins throughout the year, all right? 10 things that went right, 10 things that were amazing, 10 things that you want to celebrate. Then write down a minimum of three things that went wrong, three things that you didn't accomplish, three places that you failed. 
then I would say choose one of those places that you failed and commit to turning it around by the end of the year. That's what I would do. And that's what I'm planning on doing because we've had a really crazy, crazy year. And there are places that I have freaking failed. And I'm going to take the next two and a half months because they're important to me. And I'm going to turn them around and I'm going to find the win in the failure. I'm going to find the lesson that I was supposed to learn and I'm going to change it. I'm going to change the approach and move forward. Are you down with that with me? I think it's a great idea. You know, I was thinking before we say goodbye that the next time, I'm trying to take in the surrounding just to give yeah. you a, a feel. We are, we're sitting in... Uh, Chibreo, our favorite coffee shop in Firenze. Yeah, Google... Um, Chibreo. C-I-B-R-E-O. Chibreo Coffee in Florence. And so you can see exactly where we are. And, you know, we're sitting next to these uh, cobblestone streets and watching um, all the vendors come in with their tomatoes. and Near the Mercado. Yeah. And um, it's, it's just a gorgeous, beautiful, clear sky, sunny day here in Florence. And um, this is the last podcast that we will do here in Florence. Um, oh, my God. The next uh, the next podcast will be uh, not so bad. but In it'll California. Be, it'll be in our, our new... Uh, do you know what we should do? Yeah. We should go down to the beach and record the next one with the sound of the ocean behind us. That'd be pretty cool. So, wish we can stay in chat, but we are this. This is uh, this is go time for us. Um, all of our mastermind members are uh, coming in. We uh, we created a uh, a group. Uh, it's a virtual mastermind for people that um, just don't have the ability to get on a plane, or you know, they're in a season in their life where it's very difficult economically to uh, to get on a plane and come out to a mastermind. So we've created a virtual mastermind that you may be interested in. We've done a couple of podcasts on it, so you can listen to it. And if you want to go check that out, go to work hard, play hard ninety. 90.com. And I'm going to just sit, put my two cents in here. This virtual mastermind is going to be freaking redonkulous. It's 90 days of action. You're not sitting in a class, listening to people talk and trying to figure it out yourself. We are going to put you into massive action, massive momentum with the right people. And we are keeping this group super small because we our goal is not to just blow it out and make a ton of money and have this big launch. Our goal is to take a limited number of people and create massive results and to show you that it is possible. So we're keeping it super affordable and we have payment options. We're keeping it super affordable and we're keeping it super small. And honestly, by the time you're hearing my voice right now, it's possibly sold out because it was uh, 50% sold out before we even publicly launched. So if you're uh, down for that, get to it, hustle it up. And if it is sold out, don't worry, there'll be another one in 90 days. Work hard, play hard, nine zero, the numbers, work hard, play hard, nine zero.com. Have a great week, everybody. Ciao. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.